Water and Sanitation Minister Senzam Kunu has assured residents in Vadlam, Phoenix and Tongat within the Itikwini municipality that their water supply will be restored by February 15th. The commitment follows protests and complaints from residents who feel neglected amid uh, the prolonged water crisis. Now the minister has made this promise, but scepticism still lingers amongst the affected uh, communities. We speak with Roshan Lil Ruthen, chairperson of the Varalam Water Crisis Committee, to gain insights into the challenges faced by the residents and what their expectations are. Roshan, a very good morning to you, and welcome once again to Radio Islam International. Good morning, Suleiman and listeners. So we spoke previously about the protest. This, I assume, is what forced the minister, the national minister, to get involved. Are you optimistic about his promise, February 15th? I, I am indeed optimistic, uh, although with a sense of trepidation as well. Uh, and the reason for that has been that uh, many times Itikwini uh, municipality have let us down. So I just pray and hope that they are not setting up the minister for a catastrophic failure and a public embarrassment. What was the nature of the minister's intervention? Well, the minister has brought a uh, a national delegation in to support uh, the Verlum Water Crisis Committee's pleas, where we insisted that he brings in the necessary expertise to supplement and co-work with Itikwini and with Umgeni Utukela to try and stabilize the aqueduct from Durban Heights to Mountview Reservoir so that water could eventually flow uninterrupted. So that has started to happen. Um, about a week ago, he brought in the Director General Sean Phillips and the DDG and several other experts and they, they held a conference and particularly they dealt with the issues of the faults in the system and how it was best to be overcome. And that's how the 15 February date uh, emerged in that particular conference with the, the minister at the helm of it. So what exactly is expected to be resolved by February 15th? Because these kind of issues require l- long-term solutions, right? Yes, indeed. In fact, this is just a quick uh, um, makeshift uh resolution. Um, This is basically to ensure that all faulty uh, high high pressure valves that uh, line the aqueduct uh, are actually repaired or replaced. So the latest information is that um, they have now decided to replace these valves with brand new valves instead of risking uh, repairing some of these valves. So if these valves are indeed all replaced, then there should be no reason for any restrictions uh, in terms of air blockages, etc., that's holding back uh, water from flowing uninhibited in that pipeline. What is required then to, to sort out the situation long term? And did the minister make uh, any, um, any commitments in that regard? Or has there been any indication as to what the plan is? Yes, the long term is to ensure that the second uh, aqueduct uh, that has been in the planning and uh, has already commenced comes online. Uh, that, that may take more than two years from, from today. Um, then there's also, uh, one must also look at the southern aqueduct. 
You know, the Southern Aqueduct has always had two aqueducts. And unfortunately, over the years, when one of those aqueducts collapsed, they just continued to use a secondary one without ever effecting any repairs. So that Southern Aqueduct goes all the way past Chatsworth, goes right to Craigieburn. And that has also started to collapse. You're going to hear the similar UN outcry in the Southern Basin not far from now. So we're hoping that with our intervention in the North and with us getting it stabilized, that uh, the people in the South uh, would learn from this initiative and emulate it to try and ensure that they apply the necessary pressure to get this result. So one of the other long-term benefits and, and plans is to ensure the necessary pumping equipment, the pumping stations are all upgraded. There's a particular pumping station in Tuzuma that was damaged by a fire, and that costs about 35 million rand to, to rebuild. So I believe that plan has now been approved. So that will stabilize water in Intezuma and Komashu. And, uh, you know, that water flows via those towns before it gets to Mount View. So any work in that regard will continuously benefit the north. So the other one is to ensure that the Hazelmere Waterworks, uh, which was last upgraded more than 55 years ago, hmm. um, that needs to be immediately attended to. You have the Hazelmere Dam wall that was raised significantly, and the capacity has tremendously improved over the, the last few weeks with the good rains we've had in December. And unfortunately, that water had to be released through the sluice gates down the river and out to sea. Whereas if they had bolstered up the, the water treatment works, and uh, had increased capacity, then the, the kiloliters or megaliters that that could produce would have tremendously benefited towns like Tongat, uh, Verlum, and uh, including perhaps Phoenix, because you, you have such a resource right on our doorstep. I mean, Hazelmere Dam is in the Verlum district, and it's literally 10 kilometers away from all the major uh, suburbs surrounding Verlum. And it's only one tiny part of Verlum that gets water from Hazelmere Dam. Hmm. The rest of that water is piped to Belito and Ndwetwe. Now, it's ludicrous that a, a town that does not even form part of the Itikwini jurisdiction is getting water, and we who are in Itikwini can't get water from that dam. So we've instructed the, the Itikwini management and we've issued a demand to the minister that a pipeline that exists presently mm -hmm. from Hazelmere Dam to, to Verlum CBD, that's the Grange Reservoir, that that pipeline must be reinvigorated, it must be strengthened, a pump must be, a new pump should be brought in, so that from the Grange Reservoir, which is in Verlum, that it's able to pump to the Mount View Reservoir as well. Yeah. So if Durban Reservoir goes down, Mount View will have water from an alternate source, which is Hazelmere. So that bulk reservoir is always stabilized. So it's like two hose pipes going into a bucket, pouring water simultaneously. Uh -huh. That reservoir will be stable. It'll keep on pumping to uh, Trenant Spark 1 and Trenant Spark 3 reservoir. And as you know, the Trenant Spark community has been decimated 
with the uh, 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 water sh- uh, shortage for over 105, 110 days. Yeah. And there's an area that's right next door to Trenton's Park, which is known as T-Estate T- and uh, Buffalo's Drive. They don't have water for 10 years, Suleiman. Sure. And they come from the same grid. So, and we've just found, that, found out that in the last two weeks when we're having community uh, stakeholder engagement. So one cannot say government's unaware of this, but they were doing nothing about it. It took the Verlum Water Crisis Committee to go into the communities and start asking relevant questions. And that's when we were confronted by mm-hmm. this. And yeah, yeah. So, l- so l- 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 let's hope that this uh, this intervention by the minister now is a step in the, in the right direction and it's slowly but uh, surely the, the residents get relief. Roshan, thank you so much for your time as always. Really appreciate it. You're welcome, Suleiman. Let's keep well. That's chairperson of the Verlum Water Crisis Committee, Roshan Lil Rutan, uh, talking to us about the National Minister now intervening with regards to the water situation in Verlum, Phoenix and Tongat.